Good morning. We got a little bit to get set up this morning. I got some helpers going to help me preach this morning up in jam. So if you bear with us a couple minutes. You bet, right there. Tilt it all the way back if you could so everybody can see it. There we go. Okay, can anybody see that whiteboard? Yeah, good. This is called PowerPoint. Okay, we're going to do old-fashioned PowerPoint today. Good, we got one more coming over here. Got a couple helpers I'm going to introduce to you. Guys, just put that table right right in here. I'm going to ask uh, one of my helpers. He doesn't know he's coming up here, but uh, thank you. That will do. I'm going to ask Noah Streichsman to come up here and help me today. You want to help me today? Good. Noah Streichsman is my uh, relative, right? He got a new baby brother. Yeah, he told us all about it. Right outside that door is a black bucket. Will you go grab that black bucket for me? You use both hands when you carry it in. You need to know, uh, all the way from I was his age, I got distracted real easy. And it's because of what's outside right now. I get distracted by snow. Okay? From the time I was little, I loved a school that would close down because there's too much snow. I'd wake up all night long. Go ahead, let's put this right up here. Stay up here with me. Got a bowl here. uh, I'd wake up all night long just to see... If it was snowing outside, because the forecast said there's going to be snow. Back this morning, did you know it snowed at 4.02 this morning? I was up almost every hour. I just love it seeing that snow coming out. And I get distracted when I see that. Well, so, we don't want to be distracted today. So I got Noah up here. Noah, what's in here? Fake snow. Snow, isn't it? Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and fill that bowl of snow for me. Here, I'll put this right down here. There's a, there's a cup in there. Go ahead and see what we can get. Gotta dig it a little bit. That's fine. Okay, good, good. Lenny, I already apologize if I get snow on the on the carpet, but it'd be for a good purpose. Let's go a little bit more. Okay, there we go. Okay. Now, why don't you use this? See, this see, first of all, see if you can make like a snowman out of that for me. Can we do it? It's gonna be a little hard, isn't it? Huh? There we go. There we go. <laughs> a little bit hard, especially when it's in a bowl, because I tried it earlier. I had a hard time. You're doing better than I did. One more, right on top of it. Get a little bigger. Put a big head on him. There we go. Okay, leave it right there. So let's give Noah a round of applause. Now, here, I got something for you. You can start saving. There you go. Thank you, man. Okay, so we got some snow up here. This is for an object lesson. So Ken Olsen doesn't get distracted. Instead of looking outside, I can look straight down. And you kids, the same thing. Because whenever we're up in jam and it's snowing outside, they're all looking outside the window. So today, as I tell this wonderful story, look at the snow here, not outside, okay? And we're going to see if this object lesson works at the end of of the message. I'd also like to introduce somebody to come up here. Her name is Natalie Horseman. Come on up, Natalie. Sorry, guys. I'm kind of rearranging, so you're going to have to put stuff back for worship. 
Okay, so Natalie, about a month or two ago, there's all sorts of stuff in here, so you can take what you want, okay? Put it out like that. About a month or so ago, up in Jam, as we were teaching the lesson, I, I thought I had a great idea to see if the kids could draw my lesson as I shared the story. And so Natalie was one of them, and she did a great job. At the end of the lesson, it was there. It was all there. So if you look in your notes, look in your bulletin, you have a sheet, okay? And it's a blank one with the heading on it. So you kids can either draw the lesson like Natalie's going to be doing, or the rest of you can take notes, depending on which way you like to do it, okay? And we'll see, what, we'll see if you can do what Natalie does. So Natalie, age 11, right? You're in the fifth grade. Her favorite subject is art, which is good for me today, okay? She goes to Harmony School at Mount Baker, right? And where's mom and dad, brother and sister? There's mom and dad back there. Wave mom and dad. We're back, okay? So she's going to be helping me. She's going to be up here all day. But as long as I'm up here, is there anything else you need? Okay? Here's some if you need to wipe it and clean it up too. With that said, if you open your Bibles, I have Chris Veldman's going to be reading for me today. There's about 60 verses that we're going to be reading all over. And if you come on up, it's important that you hear this story. And it's about baby Jesus. Okay, and uh, he's, he's doing it in a different order because the, the lesson we are going to teach today is a different order. And so watch the order he reads, and, uh, and then when he gets done, then I'll continue with the message. All of them. All right. <clears throat> Luke 2, verse 8 through 20. And this is uh, from the viewpoint of the shepherds. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Let's jump over to Matthew 2. Matthew 2, verses 1 through 12. This is uh, from the viewpoint of the wise men. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, 
in Bethlehem of Judea. For so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw that child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. I'll head over to Luke 1 again, verse 26 through 38. This is when Mary finds out she's having a baby. So Luke 1, verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who is called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25. This is the dream Joseph had. Now the birth of Jesus took now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins." All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel.
which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Back over to Luke 2. Verses 1 through 7. This will be the the census. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Then once again, verse 6 and 7. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Thank you very much. Thanks, Chris. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, thank you for the word of God, for the perfect story that we just read, for your baby Jesus that you gave to us as our Savior. I pray today we'll share, we'll be able to share a little bit of the story, and that we can be passionate about how much we love you, and how thankful we are. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to start with the story today with the shepherds. One of the reasons I'm going to start with the shepherds is because if I could be anywhere in this storyline, I'd want to be with the shepherds. As I read them, I thought, man, what an exciting event that they were part of. So as we we watch this, listen to a story through the shepherds' eyes, let's see if we can pick up the important details here. So there were sheep herders camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watchmen over their sheep. So let's set the stage. Imagine the shepherds in the middle of these fields at night watching their animals. Some were sleeping. Some were watching for something to take over. Some were watching for possibly wild animals, possibly thieves, something that would take these animals away from them. So these shepherds are out in the fields, and they're keeping watch over their flock by night. All of a sudden, when some of them are sleeping, some of them are looking, waiting for the eyes of something evil to come out, possibly an animal, because if you ever look for an animal at night, you can see their eyes, maybe trying to grab a little sheep. All of a sudden, when this was happening, an angel stood in front of them. So... Not only would an angel terrify me, because I wouldn't know it was an angel, but the story's not done that, because it says, along with the angel standing there, God's glory blazed around them. So here we are in the middle of a field with our animals, keeping watch, some sleeping, some watching. An angel stands there, doesn't say if it was in front of us or in the, in the sky, but said stand, and the glory of God shining all around them. As bright as bright I can imagine. So you can imagine them watching, trying to see what this is. And this thing's about ready to talk. So we have an angel that has something to say. In the middle of the night, out in this field. God's angel stood among them. And God's glory was bright as can be. 
I love this part because these guys were terrified. What did the angel say? He said this, don't be afraid. I think that's a common thing for angels when they come and talk to people because it seems like throughout the Bible, many times an angel shows up, people are terrified. So the angel says, don't be afraid. I am here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. You see, an angel, the angel said, a savior has been born in David's town. A savior who is the Messiah and a master. The angel said, this is what you can find. This is what you go look for. For you will find the baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. If that wasn't enough, remember these guys are terrified. They're trying to see this, this bright thing, this thing's talking. Give them all this information to speak. And what happens next? Well, it says in verse 13, and suddenly there was with this angel a multitude, a multitude of heavenly hosts. And they were praising God. So I I imagine this angel right in front of me with all these guys here with me. Listening to exactly what he said. And all of a sudden, a multitude of angels are behind them. The biggest choir you probably could ever see in the middle of the night singing and praising God. Saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. This is where I'd want to be. I'd want to see those angels. I'd want to hear this great news. I want to say, okay, now what are we going to do? And so as these angels are worshiping and praising God, all of a sudden, they go back to heaven right in front of these guys. Out in the middle of this field, middle of night, while they're taking care of their sheep, they were done talking and go back up to heaven. As the angels' choir withdrew back into heaven, the sheep herders, I'm sure, all started talking. What they decided to do, in my point, was one of the best decisions ever made. They decided to go find this baby. They decided to go find this baby. They said, let's go over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and let's see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. If I was there, I'd run as fast as this guy can go. Well, they did. They went running, and they found Mary, and they found Joseph, and they found the baby lying in a manger, just as the angel said. For them, seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child. All who, all who heard the sheep herders were impressed. I got to wonder if they told that many people. How many more unrecorded went and saw the baby Jesus also? Because if I was in this town and, people, and these, people, these shepherds came and told me this, man, I'd want to go see for myself also. Mary kept all these things to herself, pondered them in her heart, and just loved it. The sheep herders returned and they let loose. They glorified, they praised God for all that they had seen and heard. It turned out exactly what the angel said would happen. What a great, what a great event. God picked this story, especially for his baby. So the next group I'd like to talk about is a group of scholars from the east. They arrived from Jerusalem. This was during Herod's kingship. We know them as the wise men. The wise men came. They were asking around, where can we find the newborn king of the Jews? They told the local people, we, we Observed a star. We saw the star in the eastern sky and it signaled the birth of Jesus. So we're on a pilgrimage to go and worship him. The talk of the town got word to Herod and he was very upset. 
He was troubled, the Bible says. And not only Herod alone, but all the people in Jerusalem were also troubled. Now, Herod was wicked, very wicked. Herod lost no time. He gathered all the high priests and religious scholars in the city together, and he asked them, where is this Messiah supposed to be born? Where is this Messiah? They told him, Bethlehem, Judah's territory. The prophet Micah wrote it plainly, as Chris read, Matthew 2, 6. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the scholars from the east, pretending to be as devout as they were. He got them to tell him exactly when the birth announcement star appeared. Herod sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go find the king, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. Instructed by the king, they set off to do exactly that. As they were heading out, the star appeared again. The same star that they had seen in the eastern sky. It led them on until it hovered over the house that Jesus was in. It led them right there. They could hardly contain themselves. They were in the right place. They had arrived at the right time. They entered the house and they saw Jesus with Mary, his mother. Can you imagine Mary with Jesus right there in that house and these wise men coming? Overcome, the men fell down and they worshiped him. Then they opened their luggage and they brought him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold to this new king. After they had left the house, the Bible says, in a dream, they were warned not to report back to Herod. So they worked out another route. They left the territory without being seen and they returned to their own country. Two great stories, two great events, different time. God picked the, the, the best stories to announce the birth of Jesus. So imagine the shepherds or the wise men standing before Mary and Joseph. If I was one of them, I'd say, Mary or Joseph, how did this happen to you? Why did God pick you to be the mother and father, earthly father? Why you? How did that happen? Tell us the story. And I can only imagine Mary saying, you won't believe the story how it happened. It was such a miraculous event, I'm still in awe about it. But I'm sure Mary would say, let me tell you what happened to me. So, through the eyes of Mary, let's tell the story. In Luke 1, 26-38, as Chris read, The time I found out I was going to have a baby. Mary would say, it all started in the sixth month of my relative Elizabeth's pregnancy. God sent the angel Gabriel to talk to me. He said, the angel said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. Mary said, I was thoroughly shaken. I was wondering what was behind the greeting like this. But the angel assured me, Mary, do not be afraid. You have found favored with God. Mary, you have found favored with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb, and you will bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus. He will be great. He'll be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. 
I said to the angel, but how? I have never slept with a man. I am a virgin. How can this be? The angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Mary, the angel said, did you know that your relative Elizabeth conceived a son? Old as she is, in fact, everyone has called her barren, and here she is, six months pregnant. Nothing, you see, is impossible with God. Then Mary told the angel, Behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. The angel left. Then Joseph, standing there next to him, said, Well, let me tell you my story. Let me tell you what happened to me. So I was involved in this whole story. And we call this Joseph and the news of the baby Jesus. Before Mary and I got married, I discovered she was pregnant. It was by the Holy Spirit, but I didn't know that. I wanted to take care of things quietly so Mary would not be disgraced. And while I was trying to figure things out, one night I had a dream. God's angel spoke to me in that dream. The angel said to me, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Then I woke up. I did exactly what God's angel commanded me to do. I married Mary, but I did not consummate the marriage until she had the baby. I named the baby Jesus, just as I was told. Then Joseph would say, hey, the story's not over. There's more to be said. In Luke 2, we call this... The birth of Jesus. Then later in Mary's pregnancy, about that time, Caesar Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the empire. This was the first census from the governor of Syria. Everyone had to travel to his own ancestral hometown to be accountable for. Everyone. If that was me, I'd have to go back to Bellingham. Okay? So I went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judah... David's town for, for the census. As a descendant of David, I had to go there. I went with Mary, my fiance, who was pregnant. And while we were there, the time came for her to have our baby. As Mary would say, my favorite part of the story. We'll call this one, the, the day I met my son. As Mary would say, the baby Jesus is born in verse 6 to 7. While we were there, the time came for me to give birth to our baby. I gave birth to a son, my firstborn son. I wrapped him in a blanket and I laid him in a manger because there was no room anywhere else. Our beautiful little baby was born right there in a stable and we laid him in a manger and we called him Jesus. The baby story is the greatest story 
ever. It is the biggest impact on our lives. Baby Jesus is our Savior. As I was reading the story, contemplating what to say, what came to my mind was, who is Jesus to me? A couple weeks ago, Pastor gave us a list of names that Jesus has inherited and the titles he holds. The list is great. Who is Jesus to you? If you have Jesus in your heart and is your personal Savior, he is your Christ. He is the Son of Man. He is the Son of God. He is your Lord. He is the Good Shepherd. He is the friend of sinners. He is our Savior. He is the Messiah, Emmanuel, the mighty God, wonderful counselor, everlasting father, prince of peace. How'd we do? You want to tell us what we're looking at? What's the first one? That's when they were in the fields with the angels all coming down. Yep, the shepherds, good. And then that's when the shepherds went to try to find Jesus. Good. The wise men. Okay, good. Uh, that's when as the person was asking a lot of questions to Mary. Ah, good. And then that's when Mary, an angel told Mary that Jesus was going to be born. She was going to have a baby, right? They're good. And then uh, the greatest story in the world, don't you think? Good. Let's give her a hand. I got something for you. There you go. Thank you very much. Hey, let's have a word of prayer real quick. And then the worship team can come up. Father, we thank you for this story. And it's not done yet. But we thank you just for an opportunity to share how great Jesus is. I thank you that we have the opportunity to, to read the Bible that you gave us and to know the truth and how to apply it to us. So thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you guys help us with this real